So hello, listeners. Welcome to uh, another recording of Put Your Own Mask On First with me, Vicky O'Farrell. And with me, Nikki ben Swavik. And we are here today to um, talk about purpose and why. So I put to Nikki, we were just talking about what we both do in terms of our businesses. But I kind of said to her, why? Why do you do it? And I just thought it was such a great understanding that I kind of thought it would be fabulous for us to talk about it on this little podcast so Nikki I'm going to put that question to you now so that our listeners can find out as well so why do you care why do you do what you do in terms of being a specific career coach which is what you really focus on so I suppose the reason that I do what I do now is really I guess, born out of my own personal experience. I th- I spent so many years of my career honestly hating it, you know, living in dread of having to get up and go to the places I didn't want to go and work doing things I didn't want to be doing. And I did that for so long that I was burnt out. And burnout can look very close to depression. And so, you know, trying to go to excel at a job that you don't want to be doing whilst you're also feeling burnt out and depressed is... Let me tell you now, no way to live your life. And I just, I just, now I've come out the other side of that. I, it doesn't need to be like that. And I still see it so much with people hating their jobs and not enjoying what they do and just living this heavy life. So the reason I do what I do now is, I guess, twofold. On the one hand, it's because I love it. So it brings me fulfillment and I love my job. And I never thought I'd be the, the person to say that. <laughs> um, but on the, the other side of it, it's because I know how much it helps. Like, I know how many people are out there still struggling with hating their job, burnout, stress, anxiety, you know, everything that comes with that. Waking up feeling dread every single day, you know, looking forward to the weekend. But by the time it comes, you're so tired, you can't even enjoy it. And then, oh, it's Monday again. You know, this rat race, this relentlessness of it. Mm. It doesn't need to be that way. And... That's why I feel so passionately about it now, because I got out and there is always a way out. Like, you don't have to settle for that. And I feel so passionately about making sure people know that they've got what they need within them to be able to make the change so that they can have a fun life. Because I think personally, I think that's the point, you know, in a sense, purpose is for me is about enjoying my days, enjoying what I do and living a life that I feel is fulfilling and purposeful and empowering and all the, all the other lovely words like that. Mm. Oh God, absolutely. I'm a hundred percent with you. It's, um, it's reminding me of a post I saw from um, a speaker friend of mine, uh, Dr. Linda Shaw, who is a neuroscientist. She'd put something on after visiting her mum. And it was all about the fact that every day is a day closer to death because we are all dying and do you want to spend your last day on this earth thinking oh you know getting annoyed with the person that cut you up in the traffic yeah you know getting frustrated because you, you know the printer jammed you know but worse still hating your job is is massive because we shouldn't we shouldn't be doing going through life like that it's no it's we have to understand why why we do what we do. And a lot of people I, I hear it from career, you know, people going, Oh yeah, but 
I've got to do it because I've got to pay the bills. Mm. Like, yeah, we've, we've all got bills to pay, yeah. but there's a different way to be able to do that. You've got to be able to enjoy it. We spend so much of our time doing this thing called work. Yeah. So. Well, that's that's really the key. You know, that it's not new news, is it? But we spend so much time at work. It is important that it gives <clears throat> us something. You know, it can't just take from us. It can't just take our time, our energy and our resources in that sense. It has to give us something too, because otherwise we'll all run out of energy if it's only taking from us you know there's no way anyone can do that for a full life and be happy with it I don't think oh god no absolutely absolutely and it's it's the I I guess that's the reason also why I do what I do because in terms of behaviors I I look at my own again like you looked at yourself it's it's we do we do what we do our why is because we experienced it and it's, Mm. it's based on our own life experiences so when I look at my own personality I know that I have an extreme style um and I never knew it before and even in the corporate world when I do these profiles because you know or you know psychometric assessments as I think as they're called in the corporate world (laughs) when when I remember doing one and you know and I'd come out as an extreme style and I'd be just like oh look at me you know yeah not really uh, nobody ever took it through to make me really understand what that impact had on other people and it was only when I did my um qualification my coaching stuff my qualifications with the coaching academy when um the lovely (laughs) god am I going to admit this I was doing something and the lovely Bev James who um is the CEO of the coaching academy I was doing something she just looked at me she went you are like the donkey from Shrek (laughs) Oh, everyone loves Donkey from Shrek, though. Yeah, oh, absolutely. But you know the Donkey from Shrek? Pick me, pick me, pick me. <laughs> yeah. And then it actually made me stop and really, re- it really resonated with me because I just thought, oh, my God. Whilst we all love the Donkey from Shrek, the Donkey from Shrek can also be really irritating. You know, you've got to be in the mood for the Donkey from Shrek, haven't you? So I thought to myself, God, when I look back at my career, I think I must have, excuse my language, uh, listeners, pissed off probably 70 75 percent maybe even more of the people I worked with I went and actually asked some of them and by golly I was right um, <laughs> I, I think it's only because I'm such a lovable character that um that they, they still speak to me and are still in my network but yeah actually as a colleague some people found me incredibly irritating because I was like the donkey from Shrek I wouldn't mm. shut up I was like I was continuously on go so I do what I do because I want to help educate people so that they can, you know, look in the mirror at their own style, you know, put your own mask on first, understand how your impact, how your behaviours impact on others. Because mm. it's it's fine when you're with people who are of like minded, you know, you, you just rub along, don't you? Yeah. Um, but I, I also think about actually how, how does your impact, how does your behaviour impact when you hate your job? Because you can go from, I mean, actually, I'm going to take us back to uh, when we first met. Mm. So for those listening who've only just um, joined in on this episode, Nikki and I met on a plane to the Himalayas that we were about to trek for a week for the fantastic charity called Copperfield. 
And I remember on the, not just on the plane that you just made me laugh because you lost everything. <laughs> you didn't lose everything. She just literally sat on it all and then wondered where it had gone. I lost um, my marbles is what I lost. <laughs> <laughs> but I just, I just, I just fell in love with Nikki from that day. But it was the orientation we did, wasn't it? That And the afternoon, we were just bimbling yes. around. We weren't in our teams. We weren't trekking. We were just bimbling around the village and just finding mm-hmm. sleep. And you were in your corporate job. And I, I could feel that you were not happy and we were just doing a, it was like a little mini coaching session as we were walking around the streets. And you, I think you wanted to be a personal trainer actually back then. Yeah. Um, but I, all I could hear was that you did not want to do what you were doing. You just, I, you didn't say it, but I thought to myself, God, this, this girl hates, hates her. It came across, it, it wasn't just your job, but it came across that you hated your life. Yeah, I'm I not do. saying that you sounded suicidal or anything like that because that's a whole other um, world. But you really hated the life that you were in, but you couldn't yeah. see how to get out. You you couldn't see a way forward. You were like you were trapped. Is, yeah. is how I describe it. Yeah. And now, so what is this? Is this? Oh God! It'll be four years in October. <laughs> it'll be four wow. years in October that we did the Himalayas, and there's only, I only know that because. Um, I'm four years post-menopause because that, <laughs> of course, that was my, yes, my, my yes. moment. Um, and look at you now. I, I mean, the difference in you. Mm. So I still found you as, a, as a, a lovable person and fell in love with you then because I was seeing your personality as Nikki. Yeah. yeah? But you were such a different person at work. You yeah. changed, didn't you? You knew that you were browbeaten at work. Well, I just think it had knocked me out of me yeah you know I was sort of like yeah I was sort of like a hollow shell just going through the motions of daily life and that do you know that's that's really the the I guess the sweet spot or the key in why I do what I do because I didn't know about coaching then I didn't even know it was really a thing and if I'd if I had have done I would have gone and got a coach and it, I would have been like, this is it. This is what I need. But that's exactly why it's so hard. When you're there in that, in that place, you're so stuck, you can't take action because no. you can't see it. You can't even try and think differently or see your situation differently. It's almost like your self-awareness is so murky You've got no clarity on who you are, what you want, what you like, where you want to go. And even if you did have that clarity, you'd have no idea on how to do it because you're so browbeaten, your self-belief and all these things, your worth is on the, fl- you know, on the floor, as it were. So even if you started to think, OK, well, there's the idea of what I want to do. You still can't actually make yourself do it because you haven't got the energy. You haven't got the passion because you're stuck in burnout, dread overwhelm lack of clarity all these kinds of things and so you do become very stuck and very trapped in that little hole and and when I was there I didn't know how to get myself out at all in fact I am grateful to Covid in this sense because Covid made me redundant you know the business I was in couldn't keep me and a load of other people we were all made redundant and it was that kick that got me out of it So if I hadn't had that kick, I do worry now about where I would be, what I would be doing, how I'd be feeling. I dread to think, in fact, because I was very much stuck in 
oh, well, now I'm pigeonholed. I can only get these kinds of jobs. No one's going to hire me for the stuff mm. I really want to do. Mm. I certainly can't start at the bottom mm. because of money. Mm. You know, I know now, after these last few years, I would have been a very successful personal trainer. The gym is something that I have been very consistent with for a very, very long time. I do know my stuff. I've studied it. I've got certain qualifications in that field already. But my mindset and my self-belief was never in a place that would allow me to actually take that leap. Mm. No, and, and, and that's really that key little sweet spot. And that's why I call myself the transformation coach. Because if you can transform how you see things, how you feel about yourself, the thoughts that you think, your perspectives, then you can actually make change in your life. By yeah. doing actually very little, by taking really small little baby steps and baby actions, but because of the amount of clarity you then have, you know, they really are impactful things that you do that have a great ripple effect to your oh. happiness, your contentment, fulfillment yeah. and everything else. Yeah. No. I, and, and I like you say, the fact that you didn't really know what coaching was or, or anything like that when you were in the drug. I mean, part when I found um, the profiling tool that I use, DISC, was during my coaching qualification with the Coaching Academy. But um, up and uh, up until then, like I say, we've done all of these different profiles. And I think about you say you were grateful to COVID because it was the kick that you needed. You were made redundant. As you know, August, could it be 10 years mm. this year? I got fired. You know, the when Queen I is be, 10. Yeah, I'm going to say, <laughs> oh, that, that calls for a party, I think. I need yeah. to organise a party. Is that, is that a, a jubilee or is that 100? Um. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm just thinking maybe I'll just have a garden party, perhaps, yes. with some little cucumber sandwiches, you know, teacups. Uh, sorry, uh, everyone, gone went off a complete tangent there, didn't I? Um, yeah, so I, so I got fired. When I, I used, to, But I was so embarrassed to tell people I got fired because I just thought, oh, no one's going to want to know me, that I just used to say when I lost my job. So when I mm. say I lost my job, most people think I got made redundant, but I actually ended up writing a blog. I got, I got the, um, I suppose the thing was, when I started winning business, I thought to myself, yeah. Who cares why you came to this world? But again, because I got fired, it was the kick I needed because I was like, oh, yeah, like you say, bills, everything else. Yeah. I can only do this. I'm only in this industry. But actually, I've completely changed in terms of what I do. And yeah. I I would not go back. Um, I If I had to, obviously, I would of go course. back. Yeah. But I still work in the corporate world. It's just that this business is my business and I probably work longer hours. I'm more passionate about it. And I I suppose when I, when you talk about purpose, I think to myself and I or, or it's what I'd say to people is, you know, when you know your why. Yeah. And when you find your purpose to me, I would say to somebody, if if we didn't need money. Yeah. If we didn't need money to live and pay bills would you still do what you do mm. and if you say yes then you have found your purpose yeah if you say oh my god no that's when you turn around and say so what would you do and yeah. it's like so why don't you do it and and when you put that to people it's really quite powerful isn't it it's, it's empowering when somebody 
I, do you know what? I think in terms of coaching, you know, when it's it's like if um, you know that oh, I, you know, I want to give up smoking, you know, that's a classic coaching thing, isn't it? And it's like okay, well, first of all, we don't give things up, yeah, know, because that's a negative connotation to move away. It's like what do you want as a result from it? Well, I want to be healthier. Okay, so you don't want to give up smoking. I want to lead a healthier lifestyle. One of the steps would be to give up smoking. Yeah, but people aren't going to if you saw a smoker, yeah. Um, and even though everyone who smokes, even when I smoked back then, I knew it wasn't good for me and I knew it wasn't healthy, but I wasn't in the right mindset to give up. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So all the times I tried to give up failed. I only gave up when I was ready to yeah. give up. Yeah. And I think that's the whole thing, isn't it? Of finding your why and your purpose, because it's when you're, when you acknowledge that you're in that, what did you call it? You're, you were, you were on the outside of your body. You were. Oh, I was. What did I say? Oh, I'd lost. I, I can't, we, we can't go back on that. Yeah. But you basically, you were a shell, weren't you? Yeah. You, you were a shell of you turning up to work. And I think until you can actually recognise that you are the shell, and you want to do something about it, is yeah. when. That is the time, right, go find a coach and find your purpose and your why. Yeah. Because until you can accept and until you can recognise and understand yourself that you are trapped and you need to change, no no one can help you. You can't, I mean, how many times have you actually been set, you, you've had someone say to you, oh, this person needs coaching, can you come and coach them? And it's like, no, yeah. because that won't work. Yeah. That person needs to know they need coaching. That per the the person being co the coachee needs to find the coach, not yeah. be told this is because it doesn't work, does it? We've tried it. We know it. We've had clients like that, and you just think they're not going to take action. They've got set all these bloody goals, but they're not going to take action. It's yeah. irrelevant to me as the coach because it doesn't affect my life. But I feel because I'm so passionate about it. You you feel that well, so, what 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 a waste because you can. But also. Do definitely but also because from the individual's perspective as well though it that's only going to knock them back actually yeah. rather than make them go forwards it's going to be another you know for their subconscious it's going to be another scenario of oh look here's another time you tried and couldn't do it do you know what I mean so we have to be very careful with these things as well because yeah. anything only means as much as the meaning we give it but if we're not aware of how we attach meaning to things then we could set ourselves up to feel really shitty about, you know, things. Yeah. Um, but th this is the thing with purpose as well. Like, it can change over time. You know, let's, let's if we talk about career still, you might be in a career that you used to love and that used to be your purpose. But actually, you know, we're humans. We grow, we change, we evolve. The world is a very different place to the one it was a few years ago. You know, that will have changed us all. So we do sort of, your purpose changes over time. Mm. You know, and I think it's about remembering to, to sort of think, oh, okay, what, what do I feel like my purpose is at the moment? What is my why? What is my driving force? And if I can really find what that is, that's going to help me with things like my motivation, my dedication, my consistency to trying new things or being a different way or trying to build better habits that are more supportive. You know, I think we need 
there's no pressure when it comes to purpose. And I think sometimes people talk about purpose, like what is your one purpose in life? And if you don't <laughs> find it, your life is rubbish. You know, I don't think it's that severe. I think your purpose, you can maybe even have more than one purpose. You know, people who have children, I'm sure part of their purpose is their children, but also something personal too. Like my purpose is to X in my career or whatever it is for that person. Um, so yeah, purpose is, is uh, when I think of purpose and why, rather than being like something to apply pressure to myself, like, oh, I'm not living my purpose. It's more like a nice <laughs> North Star to aim at. Do you know what I mean? And to sort of every so often reflect and think, hang on, if I look at my life and all the little segments of my life, are they aiming at my North Stars or not? And if they're not, what can I change to maybe point them in that direction and therefore make me feel happier in my life and everything else oh and and listeners when you've um when you've listened to this go back and listen to that last bit again because you should see how animated nikki became there <laughs> <laughs> now imagine nikki saying that again and she's throwing her arms around and she's pointing to the north star she's pointing to everything in her life i do well i do you know do you know why because every client that i speak to we do have a conversation about purpose and things like that and the one thing that clients that I work with nine times out of 10, if not 10 times out of 10, they don't know what they want. No. And so it ties into this, you know, when you're in feeling a bit low and stuck in whatever, to be able to know what you want can feel really, really hard and really murky and muddy and like trudging through mud. And I just don't think it has to. No. So I do feel get quite passionate about when I talk about those things. But no, and that's good because it shows me as well that you are in your why and your purpose because you are so passionate about it because you don't want anyone to have to be trudging in treacle yeah. for the rest of their life. Life yeah. is too short to trudge in treacle. And where did this and... sort of, absolutely where did this sort of you know collective belief come from that like work is just hard and shit and you pay the bills and da, da, da. like why can't we believe that work is fun and engaging and you know expansive and helps us to grow and develop new skills like you know what that's a way more fun way to live life isn't it if you approach it from that yeah but if you're not practiced at doing that it doesn't come naturally and it feels very hard to do yeah. And that's, that's also where coaching can help. It's about training, you know, mindset and things like that to sort of work differently so that you can then behave differently in your world. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh, love it. Yeah. I love how passionate you get. <laughs> and oh. this is me really trying to dial it back too. <laughs> I know. Oh, so so listeners, um, write, write down your why and your purpose. And just think to yourself... If we didn't need money, what would I do for a living? And if it's something completely different to what you currently do, then ask yourself why you're doing what you do. Um, I'm not suggesting that you'll go out and, and resign and hand your notice in. Absolutely not. But it might be a good idea to start thinking about every day is a day closer to death. And do I really want to be spending these days closer to death doing things that I hate? No. So, yeah. um, yes. Go and then I would also urge on top of that, when you are reflecting on those things, always think as well and add this on at the end. What is the worst case scenario if I were to take action on this? Because the chances are it's not as bad as you really think. And when you realise that your worst case scenarios aren't that bad, you feel a lot 
safer, more secure and confident to actually take a step in the direction you want to take. Because really, you've probably got less to lose than you than you currently feel. I'm overgeneralizing, but... But, but what you said there is to take a step closer. And, mm-hmm. and that is the thing, isn't it? It's about taking little steps. And I think that's why a lot of people go, oh, yeah, but I don't want to do this, but I want to do that. And, and they do that, the whole that. And that's massive. But it's like things don't have to be. Don't, you know, if, if you said to me, um, you know, I, I want to run the marathon in April. You know, well, I'd probably think that you probably could actually because you're very fit and healthy and run or not. But if I would turn around to you, you know, and you said to me, I've got to run, I've got to run the marathon in April, I'd be like, what? But actually, with a really good coach, I probably could. But because yeah. all it'll be was like, well, you know what, let's just start walking to the end of the lane and back. Let's then start jogging it and, and, and building it up with little baby steps, little yeah. tiny baby steps. But also it's about that will be about building your resilience to the pain of running. Yeah. You know, it's not always about how much you get fitter or faster. It's also about being able to handle more. Yeah. You know, it's it's sort of growing, pushing your comfort zone bigger, isn't it? You know, yes. that actually, oh, well, now I've experienced this pain. I realise it's not as bad as I thought it was going to be. And I can cope. I'm actually yeah. resilient to this type of pain. Yeah. Can I just say one more thing about purpose? Go on. Because this today is the 10th of February. So we're still very, very new into 2023. And the thing I just wanted to say about purpose is, so I've just explained to you all how passionate I am about my business and the reason why I'm here and why I'm so passionate to help other people. But one of the things I've done this year for my purpose, and I didn't need to do it. I was lucky that I've created a life where I could, but I decided that I love dogs and I want to work with dogs. So one of the things I've done this year is go and start volunteering with dogs. The point I'm trying to make is not like, oh, good me. Like, aren't I amazing for going to work with dogs? The point is, it doesn't have to be like a severe change of, I'm going to quit my job and go and apply for a new one. It could be, why don't I just try a couple of things, new things this year to see how they feel, to see if I can learn more about myself and what I enjoy. And if something does, you know, sort of catch you and, create a spark in you then follow that yeah Rome wasn't built in a day but just my advice is to just try and start following more of the things that bring you joy whether you need to or not like just follow the bits in your life that you know bring you joy whether that's dogs coaching going to the gym running a marathon whatever whatever it might be I love that I love that and I think that is a is a fabulous way to wrap up um today's show absolutely so as we wrap this up as well um just to let you know listeners we are actually wrapping up this podcast so (laughs) this this is going to be our last recording together on this podcast um we haven't fallen out we still love each other dearly absolutely it's just that as you probably heard there my business is all about behaviors and nikki's business is all about um being transformational and so we're actually going to do our own independent podcasts so keep following us on social media because i shall put mine out there nikki will put hers out there um i will probably no doubt have nikki as a guest on my podcast as well so and vice versa Oh, exactly. 
because I just think we've got we've got so much um, and we're such great friends that we're, we're not going to we're not going we're not getting divorced. No, um, but we're going to just take our own podcasts, our own ways that are going to be business specific to us. Absolutely. And I've loved doing this podcast with you. Vic. It's um, it's how long have we done it for now? A year or two? Well, we've really? had a lot of time off, I think. Um, but in 2022, but it's been so good doing this and it's been it, it's just it's come to its natural end for us you know we're now both in different places and it's just organically happened this way it's yeah. not through anything else it's just no. now we're both going and doing different things and it's just that growth that happens as you move through life you know and not letting things get too stagnant and all that good juicy stuff it's it's onwards and upwards isn't it a bit like you said earlier as well it's about changing you don't have to stick you don't have to go oh my god I've made my bed I've got to lie in it we can change yeah 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 so if you've enjoyed listening to Nikki and I chatting on this podcast please do keep following us like I say and then go and listen to our new podcasts when we launch those yeah this one these will all stay um live though so you can go back and listen to any of the others do share it with other people um if you feel that you are trudging in treacle in your (laughs) job and it's just a job and it's whatever get in contact with Nikki Van Swavik because she can help you unlock your purpose unlock your why and change what you're doing give yourself a spring out of bed rather than a dread yeah, um, I am. That's one of the things I say. I'm creating an army of people jumping out of bed in the morning. I love And that. I want as many people to join it as possible. Wonderful. Um, and if you're thinking, what was that you were talking about, Vicky, about um, behaviours and how does my behaviour impact on others? Please go get in contact with me, um, Vicky O'Farrell, the Queen of Behaviours, and we can discuss that more. Absolutely. I can totally understand why understanding your own behaviour at work or anywhere is going to have a really big impact on how you show up. Well, that's why you need to be a guest on my show as well, because when we did your profile, you were in job. And I said to you, something's causing you pressure. What is it? You know, there's there's, something's exhausting you. So, yeah. Interesting. Yeah. I love you, Nikki. I love you, too. And we will speak to each. Well, we'll carry on speaking to each other, but we will see each other on each other's podcasts as guests. Yeah, definitely. But like I say, Vic, this has been a real honour, a wonderful, wonderful experience doing this podcast with you. It's been absolutely fabulous. Talk about all the things that we have. And I know there's some listeners out there who've really taken a lot from these episodes and really love listening to them. So, you know, I'm sad, I guess, in one way. On the other hand, it's just exciting to see what comes next as well. Yes, the honour has been all mine because it's been an honour to be with you too. Absolutely. So thank you for listening. I've been Vicky O'Farrell. And I've been Nikki Venswavik. We'll see you very soon. Bye Bye for now.